Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Small Talk podcast. My name is Katie Fairman and oh my goodness, Lewis Hamilton is joining Ferrari next year. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Today has been one of the craziest days of F1 news and even yesterday with the Andretti not being allowed to join F1 in 2026, like that's crazy. And that's something for another podcast because we are focusing all on the Ferrari Hamilton saga in this episode. But genuinely, I, I'm still, I was going to say speechless. That's not the thing to say at the beginning of a podcast. I promise you, I will find words along the way. But this has to be one of the biggest pieces of F1 news that I can remember. And we're going to talk all about it, why he's done it, my thoughts on it. Like there are so many elements to this story that we can discuss and and talk about in more detail. I'm definitely going to be getting myself nice and cozy. I've been out all day. I'm so excited to record this episode that I have like not even bothered with my cable management on my microphone. We're just going straight in for this, but you know, I'm not going to be recording a small talk podcast without the trusted cup of tea. So I have got that ready and let's just get straight into it, shall we? Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. That is right. The tea is piping hot for today's episode. So let's just talk about it, shall we? Lewis Hamilton is not only leaving Mercedes, which is a huge story in its own right, but he's joining Ferrari. Carlos Sainz is out at the end of this year. Charles Leclerc is going to have a brand new teammate in seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton. And we've got a space to fill at Mercedes. I mean, this is honestly one of the most crazy, like iconic race swap, driver swaps that I think we're ever going to see in Formula One. And actually, I was listening to the Sky Sports show that they did on this tonight. I mean, it's just gone quarter past eight UK time. I have been out the house all day following this news intently, refreshing my phone every five seconds, waiting for an announcement, waiting for updates. But I'm finally home now. I'm recording an episode for you because I couldn't not. Oh my gosh, are you joking me? But... This news is actually a massively good thing for Formula One. I think quite a lot of fans have not necessarily lost interest in the last few years, but with the Max Verstappen domination, so many drivers now signing on these massive long-term deals. I mean, this week alone, we've had Lando Norris commit fully to McLaren. We've had Charles Leclerc commit to Ferrari. So we're getting the themes of like people are signing on for the long haul. Same with Max Verstappen. He's at Red Bull until 2028. And although there were loads of drivers that were out of contract at the end of 2024, Lewis Hamilton actually not being one of them, which is crazy. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But 
I feel like F1 needed a piece of news like this, something that really shook everything up, got all eyes on the sport. I mean, yesterday there were a lot of eyes on the sport for the wrong reasons after F1 rejected Andretti's bid to join the F1 grid. Like I say, that is a rant for another time because there is far too much to talk about in this episode. So there were not a lot of negative opinions and and conversations going around about F1 last night but now this is exactly what F1 needed to bounce back to get more people back into Formula One conversations happening so I'm sure that Formula One themselves are grateful that this has happened. I know everybody keeps talking about, oh my gosh, this is going to make the craziest episode and Drive to Survive. Yes, but F1 isn't just about Drive to Survive. Like a majority of people that maybe have some interest in F1 might not have even seen Drive to Survive. So I think this has been the the massive news story that F1 so desperately needed. I mean, BBC Breaking News tweeted about it. I got the notification through and this is from their Twitter account, which has nearly 50, I think it's like 52 million followers. So 52 million people will have had that tweet come through. I am so shocked. I think it's fair to say, so, so is everyone else, but that this has happened. If you had asked me to bet my house, I mean, I don't own a house, but if I had an imaginary house, I would bet that Lewis Hamilton would have stayed loyal to Mercedes. I mean, he signed a contract last year, which put him as part of the team in 2024 and 2025, importantly. And I did my 2026 driver predictions only a couple of months ago. And in that, I said that I think Lewis will remain loyal with the team. I think he'll do 2026 with the team because he's intrigued by the new engine regulations. And of course, you've got to have a look back at Lewis's career. Obviously, when he joined Mercedes, people said he was crazy. People said that that was such a silly thing to do. He was quite happy and comfortable at McLaren, but he decided to take the leap. And obviously, it worked out massively for him. Think of all the championships that he's won at that team and how many teams championships he's won with that team. So, you know, it's a relationship that he's had, even when he was at McLaren, it had a Mercedes engine in the back of it throughout his karting days and and things like that. He's had that Mercedes backing. You know, he's talked about how he's been part of the Mercedes family for so long, even before he got into Formula One, that taking this this leap is such a huge deal you know pretty much throughout his racing career all he has ever kind of known is that Mercedes side of things and like most drivers they've all got this dream about driving for Ferrari and I was certain that it was never really going to happen for him as I'm sure most of us fans were however obviously situations have changed He's not getting any younger as Lewis and perhaps he thought, you know what, I have the chance to either end my career at Mercedes, perhaps he's seen an insight into what they're planning in the future. It could be that this is sort of a vote of no confidence that maybe he is not happy with the direction that the team is going. Obviously, I I don't know what he has seen or why he has made this decision. He is obviously going to be fairly reserved about that, especially as he's got a whole year still left to do his Mercedes contract. But maybe he's just thought, you know what? YOLO, bring that phrase back. Life is short and I'm not going to have much more time in Formula One. This opportunity has come to me to race for Ferrari on a golden platter and I'm going to go for it. And fair play to him. Like, I hope that it works out for him because I've got a lot of respect for somebody to make such a bold 
change <laughs> in teams. Like I say, I can't remember the last time that something as big as this has happened whilst I've been covering Formula One as a journalist. So it's uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of when maybe Seb said he was going to Ferrari, but even then, like like I said, Lewis has had this loyalty to that team for so long that it just is, it feels like a dream. It doesn't feel real. So Lewis is going, well, let's start off with Lewis leaving Mercedes first of all. So what we know is that he apparently told Toto yesterday about this decision that he was leaving the team. One of my close friends, Claire Cottingham, tweeted earlier today that apparently Lewis took a lot of the the team paintballing. And while they were doing that, they weren't aware. And then afterwards, he kind of stood up and said, I'm going to come clean with you. I want you to hear this from me, but I will be departing the team. And then everyone was called into Brackley this afternoon where they were told in a big meeting that Lewis was not going to be with them in 2025. So a a huge day in the world of Formula One. I think it's genuinely going to be like one of those ones where it's like, where were you on the 1st of February 2024 when Lewis was announced as leaving Mercedes? But like I say, fair play to him. If that's if that's what he wants to do and he's got the confidence to do it, you know, yes, he's probably going to Ferrari because like all of these drivers, they want to go to teams where they think they can win championships. And especially for Lewis, obviously, with everything that happened for Trigger Word, Abu Dhabi 2021, he's probably thinking that he really wants to get that eighth world title and sort of have that with as part of his legacy is winning that eighth title. So perhaps Ferrari are the team to do it, but it could just be him taking a risk. And like I say, I respect that a lot. So, so many thoughts going through my head on what to to talk about and what to say, but let's talk about who, (laughs) who's going because we know that Charles has signed this multi-year contract extension. And so that ultimately left Carlos Sainz as being the one to go. And I don't think Carlos Sainz can be too upset at the fact that they've brought in Lewis because as far as we know, and like I said, this has been a heavy rumor for a long time, is that Carlos was going to go to Audi when they entered F1 in 2026. And so Ferrari are not going to be silly. They're going to know that that's a thing. And I think that it's a smart idea maybe for Carlos to come out a year prior to 2026. So finish the season in 2024 because not only is Ferrari going to be happy with that because they will probably naturally start to keep things from Carlos so that he won't go, oh, hi, Audi, this is exactly how Ferrari operate and do this and do that. And this is their plans for the new engine regulations. And this is that, like, he'll be able to have, like I said, this is not confirmed, but do a year at Sauber kick, stake, whatever the hell they're called (laughs) next year. Do a year there before it then also becomes Audi. And by doing that, he's only going to strengthen his position within the team. He's going to get to know the personnel there. He's going to get to be familiar with how things are looking, how things are prepping for when Audi do come in. And so I think that naturally that makes the most sense here. But I will be sad to see Carlos leave Ferrari. I think he's been absolutely dynamite at that team. Yes, he's had a few moments where 
he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't had the best of times whether that's ending up in the gravel trap every other race it felt like at the beginning of last year or would that be 2022 now but I think he can hang his head high if that's a phrase I don't know but you know maybe hold, have his chin high <laughs> I don't know where this phrase is going, but he can be proud of what he has achieved at Ferrari, I think is what I'm trying to say. He got his first Grand Prix win there, obviously, at Silverstone. That's going to always be a special memory for him. Multiple pole positions, obviously, that win in Singapore last year. Like, he's had some pretty special moments at that team. And on to on to the next thing and what's so crazy is I'm saying all this they've got a whole season <laughs> to to race with their respective teams so it's not a case of like oh well he's had a nice time and off you sling your hook off you go like this is the other part of it is that these drivers still have to do an entire season with their respective teams until they move on to the next one and we've seen that before we've seen that with like Daniel Ricciardo prime example he only did a year at Renault and then in that little winter break it was announced that the following year he was going to go to McLaren same with Carlos Sainz and going to Ferrari um, and from looking at behind the scenes and drive to survive of Ricardo at Renault the team are naturally going to be a little bit mugged off and feel annoyed at that person for not being loyal for dropping the team for obviously you know thinking they're clearly not good enough and so that is probably going to make things a little bit sour when they go back you know presenting the car or doing some testing and all that kind of stuff it'll be like them rocking up going hi guys so um any anything happen over the winter break uh, it's going to be a bit awkward naturally but people like Lewis people like Carlos they've been in the sport for a long time now especially Lewis they know how the game works and they will know how to deal, hopefully, with how people react to it. But F1 is a brutal game. We know this. And I am just so excited to see how these driver moves work when it comes to next year. So I guess the next question is, how do Mercedes fill a Lewis Hamilton-shaped hole in 2025? And I'm sure George Russell is rubbing his hands together, thinking, this is it. I'm finally the number one driver at this team. And perhaps he's right. But it all depends on who Mercedes bring in. Now, at the time of recording, I have just refreshed Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. And there's been no announcement yet. And I don't think we're going to get an announcement tonight. Famous last words. I'm going to hit record or not record, publish on this podcast. And it's going to be shared, isn't it? I just know it is. But um, for now, we don't know who it is. So I'm going to channel my inner mystic Meg and let's have a look at the candidates. I'm making this sound like some sort of blind date gaming show, but it's fine. So for me, the obvious choice and one that I have seen circulating a lot is somebody like Alex Album. Him and George have a very good friendship. He is familiar driving a Mercedes-powered car, obviously with the Williams, and a lot of that Williams is made up of Mercedes parts already. He had a fantastic 2023. His comeback in F1 has been nothing short of inspiring. You know, when things went a bit rocky towards the end of his time with Red Bull, I was the first person to say that... Alex's attitude was not quite right that he did he did deserve to lose his seat and of course 
everyone now is comparing that with Checo and how has he still got his seat? And like I said, that as a discussion for another day. We're not dragging that into this episode. But his comeback has been incredible. And I think that would be a strong pairing of George and of Alex. However, there are other people on that grid that would also make a great addition to Mercedes. The next one that comes to mind is Esty Bestie, Esteban Ocon. He is somebody that has worked closely with that Mercedes team before. Obviously, he spent a lot of time there in his year off of Formula One. And noticing a theme here of people making F1 comebacks that end up at Mercedes or should end up at Mercedes. But yeah, he spent a lot of time closely working with that Mercedes team. He knows how it operates. And I think that he would be a great fit. Toto Wolf obviously used to be his manager. I'm not sure if he still is his manager, actually. Maybe that's something I should Google. Two seconds. Let's do a quick cheeky little Google. Well, as of 2023, essentially sports believe that that's still the case. I can't tell you, I'm afraid. I do not have a concrete answer for you. But if Toto is still Esteban's manager, obviously that's not going to be a bad thing. So I think he could be a fairly good fit. Obviously, at the moment, um, he's at Alpine with, with Gasly, so we'd have to see if he wants to call time on the French dream that is Alpine at the moment, but I think Mercedes could be a good fit for Esteban. And then if we want to go for people maybe outside of F1, maybe some strange random decisions, you've got Mick Schumacher the reserve driver with Mercedes at the moment. Yes, he's spending some time with Alpine and WEC, but doesn't mean that he can't make it all about F1 next year. He is well embedded in that team. He has spent a lot of time working opposite George and opposite Lewis. He knows everywhere really well. And obviously, maybe Mercedes being a German team, want to have a German driver. I think that he could be a solid choice. Probably, well, it would definitely mean George is that number one driver. I don't think Mick has quite got the confidence or the experience yet to put himself as a number one driver. So I think that that could be a safe option for Mercedes. Or if you wanted to bring back, (laughs) you know where this is going, if you wanted to bring back a German driver who has world championship wins and is the best driver in the entire world. Okay, maybe that's a slight exaggeration. But bring back Sebastian Vettel from retirement. Like, bring that man back kicking and screaming from time with his family and plonk him back in that Mercedes. Well, I say back in that Mercedes, in the Mercedes in the first place. That one is obviously not a serious suggestion, but I think it could be a possibility. You never know. I mean, F1 has proven to us today that we literally can't predict what's going to happen. So maybe a Sebastian Vettel comeback doing just like his idol Michael Schumacher did of having some time away from F1 and bringing him back with Mercedes. Stranger things have happened. Lewis Hamilton has ended up at Ferrari, okay, guys? Like, allow it, allow it. Other people on the grid, I guess some people have suggested maybe that Ferrari and Mercedes could do a straight driver swap and put Carlos in that car but I guess it all depends on what Carlos's future looks like if he's adamant and set on that Audi drive then doing a year or two at Mercedes is going to make no sense to him I think it's better to embed himself within that Sauber kick stake whatever it's called by then team then yeah I think he'd be better off with that option 
And yeah, I think they're probably your strongest choices. But if I was to pick a person that I would sign, I think it would be Alex Alban, genuinely. So let me know what you guys think. Like I said, by the time this goes live, you'll probably find that they've already announced somebody. Although I'm imagining from the way that this has sort of been handled, that this was quite a shock for Mercedes. As we mentioned, Hamilton had signed until the end of 2025. So clearly there's a clause in the contract which he is able to use because he has broken that contract and Mercedes seem not happy to let him go, but that they don't seem to be kicking up a fuss. So that would make me think that there's clearly something in that contract, whether that was, I have to win in 2023 and that didn't happen, or I don't know. Obviously, Lewis Hamilton and Toto Wolff and whoever the lawyers are will know what these loopholes are in contracts. And I think it's important to remember that most drivers are probably gonna have them in there. You know, we talk about somebody like Max Verstappen, being there to 2028, he's probably got many things in his contract that say, well, if I don't win a race that year, then I can go. Or maybe same for Leclerc. Like there's all sorts of things that drivers will put in their contracts. These are smart, smart people. They have good lawyers that are paid good money to make sure that these are as tight a contract, but also as loose a contract as possible. So exciting times. Well, let's um, let's have a read about what Lewis Hamilton had to say about leaving the Mercedes brand, shall we? So the statement from Mercedes that Lewis has apparently said states that I have had an amazing 11 years with this team and I'm so proud of what we have achieved together. Mercedes has been part of my life since I was 13 years old. It's a place where I have grown up. So making the decision to leave was one of the hardest decisions I have ever had to make. But the time is right for me to take this step and I'm excited to be taking on a new challenge. I will be forever grateful for the incredible support of my Mercedes family, especially Toto for his friendship and leadership. And I want to finish on a high together. I am 100% committed to delivering the best performance I can this season and making my last year with the Silver Arrows one to remember. Honestly, it makes me kind of emotional, guys. This is really the end of an era. Like, that can't be stressed enough what a huge deal this is that Lewis is leaving that Mercedes brand. Well, Toto Wolf has also issued a statement. Sounds also official. He has said, in terms of driver pairing, our relationship with Lewis has been the most successful the sport has seen, and that's something we can look back on with pride. Lewis will always be an important part of Mercedes motorsport history. However, we knew our partnership would come to a natural end at some point, and that day has now come. Oof. We, that oof is not in, in there, just for some added context. We accept Lewis's decision to seek a fresh challenge and our opportunities for the future are exciting to contemplate. But for now, we still have one season to go and we are focused on going racing to deliver a strong 2024. Wow, some powerful words there. And it's interesting that Toto mentions that he knew that this time and this day would eventually come. But honestly, for me... And like I say, so many racing fans, I really didn't think that was the case. I thought that Lewis, he's done so much with that team to make himself, I don't know how to explain it. Like there's so much that Mercedes, Mercedes have taken on board and done for him, obviously on the track, but both off the track as well. You know, all of these diversity programs that they've put in place to help create a better workforce at the request of Lewis. 
having the car as being black during the time when the Black Lives Matter situation was going on. That was a huge decision that Lewis had a huge influence over and something that I mean, I can't speak on behalf of Ferrari, but obviously Ferrari is so steeped in tradition that I imagine if something like this was suggested, obviously Miss, uh, Ferrari, sorry, are never going to get rid of their red livery. It's what makes them Ferrari. But Mercedes have been willing to be very flexible and really and genuinely take on board what Lewis has been requesting. So I think... Lewis is not an idiot. He knows that there's naturally going to be such a change of how things are at Ferrari compared to how they are at Brackley and at Mercedes. I mean, something that comes to mind straight away is obviously Ferrari being Italian. Lewis is probably going to have to learn some Italian. I'm sure a lot of them speak English, but we've seen drivers in the past that have had to learn a lot of Italian in order to almost feel like they fit in. So that's something that's going to be very different for Lewis. And I think that naturally, of course, he's got a year to learn and be honest, Duolingo and all this kind of good stuff. But that's, it's going to be a huge change for Lewis is what I'm trying to say. And I don't think he underestimates the the size of this change. Like I say, Lewis is a clever man. He knows what he's doing. And I'm really excited to see him live this dream of racing for Ferrari he has talked about it in previous interviews he's sort of said that the opportunities never really came along perhaps his previous relationship with Fred Vasseur and junior categories has helped that massively I don't know but I think that it's bittersweet because it is an end of a hugely impactful impressive inspiring era in Formula One Hamilton and Mercedes it just seems like it's meant to be, if that makes sense. But that's the beauty of, of sport is these time these times can change. Things can and can be different in the click of your fingers, you know? So I think it's gonna be a fascinating thing to see unfold. And I'm sure there are a million other things that I have failed to mention in this podcast, but for me, I wish Lewis all the best in his final year with Mercedes and when it comes to next year with Ferrari same with Carlos I think like I said earlier he's had a fantastic time with Ferrari he should be very proud of what he's achieved at that team it's such a historic team and it's an honor for any driver to wear those red overalls and I hope that he's able to find a solution soon uh, into what he's doing in 2025 and best of luck to whoever has to fill that void of Lewis Hamilton because they are not going to be easy shoes to fill. So a lot of exciting changes and developments and genuinely I think I'm going to go to bed tonight and still be in disbelief that this news has happened, that this is, <laughs> that we're going to see Lewis rocking up next year in red overalls. Like it's just going to feel so strange, isn't it? But I'm absolutely buzzing and this is what F1 is all about, as well as all the craziness that happens on the track. All the all of these shenanigans that happen off the track make it all the more enjoyable. I know that we've all been craving some good silly season with so many contracts up at the end of this year. And oh my God, have we got them. Like, wow, unbelievable.
Now, before I wrap up this podcast, I do have to address a few things. The first one being that I know I haven't recorded an episode in a long time. I have been doing so much traveling with Formula E at the moment. I was in Mexico, then followed by Saudi Arabia. I did manage to record a podcast whilst I was in Saudi, which is kind of a look at what I actually do in my job and why I haven't been recording regular uploads. So I'm hoping to get that edited. It was like an hour long conversation. So hopefully that will still be in date by the time I've edited it. But I've also got a lot going on in my personal life, which has meant that sometimes I'm not in the position to sit down and record a podcast. In my professional life, I'm also being super busy with Formula E work and other commitments. So I just want to address that because I really had such good intentions at the start of this year to release regular episodes. I really wanted to do this Mailbox Monday thing. So at the last Monday of every month, I record an an episode answering your questions. But personal situations and circumstances just hasn't allowed me to do that at the moment. But I will be back with hopefully some some other episodes. And yeah, I mean, for news of this size, I couldn't not jump on the podcast. So I want you to know that I'm not abandoning you, that there will be more episodes coming up in the future. Um, but I just really appreciate you and your patience and everything like that with with the Small Talk podcast. So thank you so much. I love you lots. And hopefully it won't be long before I'm back with another episode. So yeah, take care, sleep easy tonight and dream your Hamilton to Ferrari dreams but yes I'll speak to you soon take care bye